media at SAFM. All right, so this is the plan. We, we you know, we do a once every Sunday. We in in this time slot, we have the ad of the week. We look at a new advert that we will certainly talk about. However, what we've decided every the last Sunday of the month from now on. We'll have what we call the the ads of the month. We'll get an expert in the industry uh, to pick his or her top five adverts. It gets me thinking as well. You, in fact, um, as a listener, can comment right now via SMS or even quick calls in terms of what would qualify for you as the top five adverts for January. So we're talking about fairly new adverts, of course. So call in is 0891 I hope you got that to SMS three four seven zero one and do tweet your top five adverts for January are what you tell me. Right. In the meantime, let's get to the expert Jacques Shalom with me, who's the creative director at, at YNR Joburg. That of course is Young and, and Ruby Cam. Jacques, good chatting to you. Hi. You too. Good morning, Asha. Thank How's you. it going? I'm very good indeed. Right, so you've got your five. Let, let, let's run through the first one and tell us why. Then we'll move on to the, you know, four, two, three, four, five. Let's start with the first one. Sure. Um, the, the, the first one I picked out is, is an ad. It's actually more for a, a, a DSTV corporate message. It's the hashtag TIA, this is Africa. Um, it's quite a nice spin. Um, I think if you look at their business problem, um, I think they've, they've hit a bit of a ceiling in terms of their... Um, the, um, the, the how many Dakotas they can sell in South Africa, and obviously they're expanding into Africa. And this is this is starting to give a much bigger brand picture for where the brand is going. Um, the reason I like it is it just kind of flips the the general perception of Africa being the dark continent on its head, and really shows a nice fun side. The production values are beautiful. Um, it's very much like that that, that Guinness ad um, with uh, the the well dressed gentleman. I think it shows a very nice picture of Africa, and I think it's, at a time like this, it's something that is probably quite quite needed. And, and ultimately, how does that work for the brand at the end of the day in terms of uh, the product that they're actually selling? I think what they're selling, I mean, obviously, uh, DSTV, everyone kind of knows what they offer on, an, on a very basic level in terms of access to a lot of entertainment and news, but um, their whole This Is Africa um, ending with um, DSTV feel every moment. I think it's starting to give a little bit more of a, um, of an emotional benefit to why you should actually stay connected to the continent. And if you look at the product offering, it really does um, mirror the, uh, what, what this advert is trying to say in terms of they've got so much flavor, not only from the international stuff that we get, which they do very well, but also the, the more of the, the African channels that they're starting to introduce to, uh, across the continent. Okay, that's, that's the first one. Then the, the next one? The next one I've picked out is um, the, the ad from Joe Public called Dial Direct, which is called The Notebook. Um, and a, a lot of people are talking about this ad. It's, it, it's a very sweet ad. Um, it's about a young boy. You see his mom looks like a single mom, uh, not too affluent, and she's really struggling to make ends meet and um, doing all the chores, his lunch, uh, lift, all, all that stuff. And he gets an invitation. Well, he, he, he gets into the school play, which is the tortoise and the hare. And when he gives his mom the letter, he can see she's completely, you know, sidetracked. She, the, the chance of her getting to the... Um, getting to the school play are quite quite low, so he wants to save his mom time, um, and then he just goes through this whole series of of exercises, doing the laundry, doing the um, doing the ironing, all that stuff, and he and he tallies up that he saved 120 minutes, which would be the <laughs> you know a direct translation to so that she can come to the school play. All right, um, well, yeah, carry yeah. on, sorry. Um, I, I found this one quite interesting because if it's quite a different take on where Dial Direct were a couple of years ago. Remember when they had William Shatner? Yeah. Out here. I think mm-hmm. everyone was jumping on the celeb bandwagon there. 
Um, those are quite fun. I think those stood out. So it's a very, very different uh, tack that they're obviously taking as a, as a brand team. Um, I did I did like it. Um, I mean, I think the message at the end um, is quite powerful and that, you know, time is important. I just found it potentially a little bit tenuous at the end where at the end of the day, it's um, we'll save you time when you call us for a short-term insurance quote. So I think it, it really ticks the emotional boxes and there's not else much out there at the moment. Um, I just found this to be maybe more in the Alan Gray space uh, in terms of how time mm. is important. But I still think it's a beautiful piece of film that they've created. All right. In fact, in fact, we, we chatted to the guys from Joe Public as well as Dial Direct last week. So, so let's do this. Let, let's play that advert right now. Great. Shivers of short through the tides of ocean. We are shining in the rising sun. As we are floating in the blue, I am softly watching you. Oh boy, your eyes betray what burns inside you. Is there anything I could do Just to get some attention from you In the ways of lost and trace of you Where are you? Noah? Where have you been? I've been saving you time So you can come to my play we know how precious every minute is, so we won't waste any of yours. All right, key question there uh, uh, is, is this, what difference will it make for Dial Direct? What do you think? I think, uh, I think there's so much parity and so many hygiene factors across all the insurance. I think so much has become about the added values. Um, across all, whether it's Discovery or Momentum or Dial Direct or Arcturance and the whole Hippo stable, I think what they're trying to do is maybe push it into a slightly more emotional space where a lot of the other brands are using humor um, or going very functional. So I think it's an interesting space to play. I don't think it's wrong. Um, obviously, the, the sales and conversions at the end will, will tell. Um, but I think well done to Pepe and the team at Joe Public. It is a, a really nice ad. Okay, then uh, talking about nice, there's the EPSA Real Cash Rewards advert. Talk to me about that. So, I mean, this is the, the third ad we're seeing, and it's the second one that has children front and foremost in the commercial and the next one that we'll see. Um, I think it's quite a nice spin. I, honestly, I think EPSA is probably doing the best advertising in the banking sector at the moment. Um, and it's the ad for cash rewards. And uh, this is the follow-up to the, the first one that's lighted with um, the little girl is all excited, uses her tooth, puts it under her pillow, waiting for the tooth fairy to bring her money. And the next day she gets um, what is basically e-bucks under her pillow. And um, I think it was quite a nice stick from ABSA back to FNB, seeing as though they've been on the receiving end of, you know, a few hundred million rands worth of radio campaigns. Um, so I thought it was quite a nice, uh, sweet commercial where it basically ends saying, um, well, if you switch to the bank that gives you real cash rewards, which which they do, which they can obviously deliver on. Um, the follow-up one, she gets a wrench set, 
which obviously a little six, seven-year-old girl will, have not, will want nothing to do with, and it sees her standing at the window, tapping her the wrench into her palm as though she's going to give it to the tooth fairy when she sees her. So it's quite a nice follow-up um, from that's the Jupiter drawing in Johannesburg. Um, and I, it just shows that still human kids really can break through, and that's, that's been flighting a lot. Just, just by the way, are, are we going through a period with, with just far too many kiddies adverts? Once one or two, they're great, but but when they become the norm, does not the, the the novelty value wear off? The, that's a that's a very fair point. Um, I think there's certain principles that still apply. I mean, you put kids and puppies in an ad, and you'll probably find it in one of the top ten list of best loved ads in South Africa. Um, put kids and puppies together, and you probably hit number one. Um, it is getting more difficult uh, legislatively to have kids in commercials. Um, uh, the, the, the South African labor law is coming down quite hard on that. Um, but I, I really think there's, there's still quite a strong place for kids. Um, will there be a fatigue you know, fatigue in that? I don't think so because I think we would have had it by now. Okay. Let's, let's move on. Then the next one you've got? The next one I've got is, is an ad uh, for MTN. It's, another, it's a very nice brand ad. Um, and then again, like there's nothing new. There's no new news for the cell phone providers at the moment. I mean, you get your phone on contract. The the, the price tariffs are pretty much the same. You you Google, you SMS, you WhatsApp, all that stuff. There's, there's a lot of parity there. So I think we're emptying it is again. Um, and I think this is probably the nicest commercial for me on air at the moment. Um, and it's a story about a little boy um, who obviously is obsessed with space. He's got a astronaut duvet cover. He always watches the night sky. And he wants to speak to the space station. And it just follows his story about everything he tries. And, um, and what's quite key in this commercial is that you can see the, the benefits of being with MTN throughout the commercial, whether he's on his phone or he's live streaming or he's Googling um, or he's you know, finding out more information, just showing the um, the benefits of being with a good, strong uh, cell phone provider. That said, all the others could offer the same thing, but I think MTN are trying to own the space of um, this, this, this whole collective world that you can be exposed to. Um, and uh, the, the, the end message is, well, the, the commercial ends when he actually does eventually build this amazing um, uh, way to speak to the space station. They respond in Japanese. And there's a nice smile at the end when mm-hmm. they respond, mm-hmm. and he types into Google how to speak Japanese. And then the end line at the end, I think, is really nice. Oh, the things you'll discover. It's quite nice. It's quite, uh, it's quite magical. But obviously very much based on the Dr. Seuss type of other places you'll mm-hmm. go. Um, I, I, so I think, I, yeah, yes? Obviously, the challenge for, for, for the MTNs of the world is that they speak to such a broad audience. I mean, their market is so broad. Uh, it, it's not like, you know, you're selling alcohol to guys so you can say, let's feature somebody in a pub. It's, it's so broad. They, they have to create a series of different type of ads with different genres to appeal to all those markets, isn't it? Correct. And I, th- I think sometimes brands are guilty of trying to pander to too many different markets and then you actually lose what the brand essence is about, where I think this has got a lot of crossover appeal. And then when you want to start appealing to your, your different market segments, that's when you start speaking price and contracts and insurance and all the other uh, other peripheral things that you offer. And then you can use more targeted media, whether you, you know, we're going to taxi branding or outdoor or print, whatever you choose, um, I think that's where the brand should start segmenting, less so from a brand perspective. All right, then your, your very last, in fact, I'm not sure, I just want to double check if I've got that advert. Let, let's play that MTN one. In fact, okay, we'll try and get to that in a second. In the meantime, you've got one more advert you want to talk about, right, Jacques? 
Yeah, I mean, the the last one is actually not a TV ad, and it's a piece of outdoor or ambient media that I saw that I really thought was a fresh take on what is historically quite a, literally a cold and gray industry, and that being concrete. Um, and it's for AfriSam. I think I think Promise is the agency. And what they've done, I mean, they, they own obviously quite a few of the cement mixing trucks, so that's, to them, that's free real estate. And what they've done, they've branded the, they haven't just gone and branded the trucks to death with AfriSam and their payoff line. They've actually created an emotional attachment to it. So the one that I saw was on the truck, it says, soon I'll be a school. And then there's others that talk about content, um, old age home, uh, playground, et cetera, et cetera. I really think it's, it's a really nice end benefit of, I mean, how else do you get people to really reconnect with something that, that uh, the general South African doesn't actually really care about? They just want to know that their mm-hmm. house is built or their school is built. Um, which I think they've done very well on that. Okay, let's leave it at that. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, that is Jean Shalom, Creative Director at uh, YNR. That's Young and Ruby Camp South Africa. That's on Twitter as well. And you can follow Jacques on Jack C. I hope I've got that right. J-A-X-E-Y-1. Right, in terms of the adverts uh, he's spoken about, give me your thoughts. In fact, do you concur with his choice of the best five adverts for January 2015? Uh, either way... Concur, don't concur, you can SMS me, 34701. You can tweet at Ashraf Garda. I will read your responses, including your brand win and your brand fail for the week. And I'll do that just after the news, uh, which is right now.